0: One is, it? is it this one? I don't even remember. Oh wait, we got a new sound, don't we?
1: We don't need that no more. Yeah, last time you just pasted the intro. Yeah, there. whatever you want. Well, we back. We're back.
0: Mm. It's a big weekend. Big weekend, huh? Yeah. So Nate Dog, let's tell the followers what we've been up to lately. Juka start. <laughs> uh, well, it's been um,
1: a plant medicine weekend or a medicine weekend, I guess. The uh, uh, bufo toad medicine isn't really a plant medicine, but you could call it I think a medicine. We talked about it last na- last time a little bit, but last time you hadn't had it yet. Christian sat with the toad. He had a conversation with the toad in oh. <laughs> the desert, and uh, that kind of rolled right into i had a a, an ayahuasca plant medicine retreat with some ayahuasca and sananga and hape and
0: so let's talk about those because those are like there's i mean we've got different things and i bet a bunch of people either maybe heard of but don't really know what it is so ayahuasca break that down as what it is plant root or it's a root from a tree from native to like what brazil or something where where is it at yeah it's in the amazon in the amazon primarily. okay yeah okay and I then don't that's really know exactly where but does know. it it's mixed with something else too right
1: uh there's the ayahuasca vine and then there's chacruna i don't, don't know much about it but it's a couple different it's like leaves right mixed together maybe okay you know, I, I, think I think the chacruna might be leaves okay um, i know the ayahuasca is a vine and uh, they work together. Um, so one doesn't work without the other, you know, as far as for the, for the experience. I mean, you can take them separately, I think, for different things, you know. But in terms of having the ayahuasca experience, you, you have them together because uh, one does something to your body to allow you to absorb the other one. And the other one's, uh, chacruna is like the more psychoactive aspect that oh. you know that gets you you know whatever.
0: get you feeling yeah. get you feeling some some Jeez. different feelings yeah <clears throat> yeah it'll do that okay and then uh sananga is the eye drops right yeah but what's that like what is what is i don't sananga? know where, i don't, I don't know even know where that, that comes i don't know
1: from. where it comes from i just know uh it's pretty cool Hey, this is the first time I've ever used it during an Aya ceremony, like under the, with the medicine of Aya. Like I was in the Aya oh, when I got the Sananga. Oh, snap, that, dude. That was like a completely <laughs> different experience. Yeah,
0: yeah, I can imagine because uh, the only times that I've tried it was before the, the actual ayahuasca. Yeah. So it's like, it's kind of like a here, here's some eye drops to like, you know, get your body ready for some things that you're about to experience. But it's like, all I felt was, you know, pain, pain Pain in my eyes, bro. You know, they say like, if
1: you work with it long enough, like that pain can go away or you get unattached from it at least. And I don't know exactly. I haven't worked with it that much. Like I've had it here and there. Like I have some and, you know, sometimes Anna and I use it, you know, together. But I want to use it more regularly. I'd like to make it, like, a daily thing. What do you think it's for, though? Like, why? Like, Uh, I think it's cleansing. Um, You know, flushes your eyes out. And it's, uh, I think it fires things in your brain and in your sinuses. So it kind of cleans things out up in this space. Mm -hmm. And I think it has to do with uh, learning to sit with sensations. Like, a lot of the medicine work is about... Um learning to breathe through things learning to breathe into pain learning to breathe into sensations and becoming unattached from that because that's all like it's kind of an illusion of the mind pain right like Mm -hmm. pain's not like a real thing it's like your mind telling you like don't do that that's not safe for you Mm -hmm. right so what about you get like say you get your
0: arm chopped off bang yeah. that'd be painful and that's kind of real right oh, so it's
1: definitely i mean yeah but it's still just a signal from the brain okay like, okay and when we learn to sit with pain or sit with discomfort or detach from it that's a powerful thing i think so like with the sananga in the ceremony like that's the first time i've been able to do that like i was able to it was like the, the sensation was happening, but I was like back here watching it. I was mm-hmm. observing it as an observer versus like being like, fuck, this sucks, you know, <laughs> which is kind of generally how it is. Yeah. Um, and it was super cool. Like I was enjoying it. It was like I was savoring the sensation. I was like, I could see it as like an animation, you know, fixing mm. things in my head and fixing things in my eyes. And um, it was super beautiful. And uh, yeah, I want to work with it more.
0: So, you hear that? Yeah, of course. I'm gonna answer this. Or actually, you know what? <laughs> no, we're in the middle of something. <laughs> Not doing it this time. We've already been through that. What you need to, I've done that already. <laughs> All right. So uh you did tell me, though, that this most recent time when when you got the Sananga eye drops, you were able to kind of separate your your like you were able to observe the pain and kind of watch it instead of like let it kind of take over your like yeah. mind. Like, oh, God, this fucking hurts. Like, yeah. How how did you do that, though? Like, how did you well, how were the, you able to create the separation between that?
1: I think, uh, I had an intention to do it. Like I knew what I wanted to attempt and I knew, and I think the, the AYA helps with it, you know, mm-hmm. or it helped me because okay, like yeah, I was yeah. in that space already, like feeling, um, you know, just a lot of things are powerful. Like when you can rise above your mind, separate yourself from your mind. Cause there's the self. You know, there's the self that we tend to identify, which was just like very much in this body, in the body. Mm-hmm. and then there's like the observer, like that Cartoli thing. I don't know if you've, you know. Yeah, Cartoli's stuff, the but, man, bro. You know, and um, yeah, I don't know. It was, uh, in that moment, it was pretty easy, because I was just like, that was my intention, and. And the I was like, I was just like smiling and just like looking at it. And then I would let in a little more. And then I was like, oh yeah, there it is. And then <laughs> I would Watch it, watch it, watch it, feel it, breathe into it and just kind of acknowledge it. But not let it absorb me. You know what okay. I mean? Like not, not, I'm not, be, I don't want to, I'm not the pain. The pain is something that is a sensation that I'm observing. Mm-hmm. So lots of times we we associate ourselves with the thing, like I am hungry versus like I'm experiencing hunger, hunger. yeah, or I feel hungry right now, you know. So it's like, or I'm in pain. It's like, uh, like I'm having a sensation in my eyes, and like, yeah, and that's what it looks like. This is what it feels
0: like. Yeah. So that's good. That's good yeah. advice. I like yeah. that, man. I like yeah. that. Uh, and then Hoppe. Another, another fun, uh, plant medicine, which is, it's, it's ash. Is it like,
1: yeah, ash, tobacco, it can have a lot of different things. And there's a wide variety. I don't know much about it, but you know, I leave that up to some of the other people in ceremony that like, there's people that come and they have like all different types for different things. Some of them are more grounding. Some of them send you off. Mm -hmm. Some can help you purge. um, some of it's really strong. Some of it's more mild. So there's all different uh,
0: types too. I just, I, I, I keep going back to that first time that I tried it uh, with you in your backyard and that m- under the moon, like, and your brother was there. And we just, and I didn't know what to expect. <laughs> yeah. And then to find out it was something with a tool that you blow up each nostril was like, what? tripped me out i was just like just the thought of what the process was gonna be mm-hmm. was trippy and then to actually take it in and feel what that felt like oh dude yeah. and it was you know this was before i had tried anything else i had i hadn't tried ayahuasca i don't believe yet and um and so oh man, I still, the sensation is I can, I can still put myself in, in these, in these instances where I can just for a split second feel how I felt in that moment. And who that was like, and you know, you, it was nice because you talked me through the process, allowing me to like breathe and like take it in and let it, let it work. And then, you know, blow it out when I'm ready. But then, um, but then, I still had another nostril to go and I wasn't Yeah. so uh that is uh and I remember you telling me that was, you know, clearing out, you know, a lot of the I don't know, the neurological pathways. I don't I don't know exactly what word you use, but I remember, you know, going through that sensation and just feeling so much in like my I don't know what the different parts of the brain are, but I felt it, you know, like yeah. deep in my, in my brain. Yeah. And, um, and, uh, that's, is it supposed to have any type of, I mean, I know it's supposed to have different types of healing qualities to it, but is there, uh, is there like a, a main reason why people use Hoppe for,
1: um, yeah, I mean, it's just more healing. Same type of thing. It gets all this stuff firing up here. If you have congestion, I mean, it clears everything out. Because mm-hmm. afterwards, you, you know, you can you just be blowing your nose for five minutes. Yeah. So obviously, it's very cleansing in a physical kind of way. Um, but again, a big part of these medicines comes down to the surrender, down to the being with a sensation. So, you know, like the first time I had Hop a, I didn't know, you know, same thing. I didn't know what to expect, and I didn't really have any idea. what, you know, and I was scared, you know. They blew it up in there, and I was just like, what the fuck? And I (laughs) wanted wanted to blow it out right away. That shit hurts. It stings, you know. (laughs) And now I've worked with it for a while, and there's nothing about it that I would associate with pain. Mm Mm-hmm. Nothing about it is painful to me. It's just a sensation. And when it's first up in there and I'm just like, oh, yeah, there it is. <laughs> but it's not, I wouldn't describe it as painful. I, you know, it's just, um, but it's beautiful. Like for me, like I said, you know, it can send me off mm-hmm. and I'm flying through the air. Like, or it can be very grounding. Depends on where I'm at, going into it, what kind of hoppe. Depends on the person serving you. Mm-hmm because there's an energetic energetic exchange there you know so like when I go to ceremony I like to be served tape from a few different people which I got to do this time you know Anna and I served each other and then there was a couple other facilitators I received from and everybody has a slightly different ritual everybody has a different way they deliver it they have their different types you know and um, yeah it's just a beautiful medicine that's also about you know learning to detach from sensations and the, you know, the benefit to that in everyday life is like when problems arise, like what? how do you respond? How do yeah. I respond? How do I show up to difficult situations? How do I react to a, you know, um, an energy that's like combative? How do I respond to pain? You know, and so all these medicines have, you know, the lessons in them of like, you know, Everything comes back to breath. Like, all I have to do is breathe. So if you're having a crazy time, like, wait a minute, breathe. Okay, I'm fine. Wait a minute, breathe, you know. Yeah. Same as meditations, coming back to the breath, coming back to, the, you know, the thing that, keeps, thing that keeps me going always is breath. Breath yeah. is life, you know. And, um, yeah, I think the more we work with any of these medicines, the more we learn to, instead of rejecting them and resisting them, we learn to integrate them. We learn to be one with them and take that energy on as our own, let it combine, let it flow inside of us and let that energy in and let it come into play. Mm -hmm. Like with I, I get this and the same thing with like mushrooms or anything. I get like this communication that it's like, all right, we're here to work with you, you know, and, you can fight it it's like there's something that's not you inside of you you know for like mushrooms it feels like there's an alien inside of me and with that it's like there's plants inside of me yeah and part of me my ego myself want you know part of myself wants to fight that it wants to resist it and it's all about learning to surrender learning to surrender to the flow and um yeah, I think it's I think that's like the most powerful thing. And then there's all the physical aspects, you know, like aya cleans out your whole body. Yeah. Like everything physically. And for some, you know, depending on where you are in your journey, for some people it's gonna be a very physical experience. Yeah. You know, if you're already pretty cleaned out, if you're living a pretty clean life, you know, it's gonna be a completely different kind of experience if you come in there all filled up with junk, you know, mm. trauma or food or well, you know whatever the thing is that's inside of you that you know Aya knows what to do like Aya is you know it's intelligent it's like she's working with you wherever you're at
0: it's so trippy to think about too because I know people don't I mean at least even for me before uh, I didn't think about plants and trees and you know these these inanimate in a sense to us these things in nature don't have intelligence or like, you know, have a spirit or have any consciousness behind them. But, uh, but it's, it's funny actually going through the process and ingesting a, a type of medicine that's foreign to anything that you've ever tried before, at least anything I've ever tried before and noticing that something happens to my psyche or, you know, I get a, I get a, a, an enhancement in my sensations if it's, you know, if it's the sense of sound or sense of touch or my sense of sight, you know, something is always, um, you know, tweaked in, in some sort of way. And, uh, and it's always interesting because it's like, I feel like we don't look into nature enough to, 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 believe that it has anything to teach us you know when we're at least when we're all busy in our in our lives you know the societal lives that we lead um but then um but things like things that come from animals is another thing so like cambo is another um medicine that i haven't tried yet which is probably going to be the next is is my next step into something uh something else but this one's this one's a little interesting and i i i'd love to have our viewers learn more about what that's like so you've got you've got the (laughs) you've got the proof in the pudding Mm -hmm. um physically in your body but uh let's talk about let's talk about what that's like so he's got these four dots if you can see him
1: um yeah i'm kind of new to that one i've experienced i've had a few i've sat with it a few times um that one's very physical, you know. <clears throat> yeah, they put these little burns on your arm. They call them gates to basically open up the skin because the medicine won't penetrate through your skin without having, like, you have to have that raw. Mm-hmm. They give you a little burn and then wipe away the um, that outer layer to give you that, that shallow wound, basically, to mm-hmm. put the medicine in. And um, I don't know much about, you know, I mean, I've seen them pull it off of the frog, but it's like a secretion that comes out of a frog, mm-hmm. Amazon.
0: Same type of glands uh, as the, as the no, Sonoran? No, okay.
1: it comes out in a different way. It kind of comes out all over the place, I believe. Like with the Sonoran toad, it's like out of certain glands, like behind, you know, behind okay. the head. Um, yeah, they put it on there and, you know, kicks in within about a minute and it's challenging like but it's very physical it's not like so much a psychoactive thing it's like um um kind of feels like a, a severe flu maybe or it's just like i don't it's really tough to describe okay no that's fine it's like uh yeah it's just um you did describe you it a, as feeling ill a, yeah yeah you can feel ill and you drink a bunch of water before cuz the water i think it acts as the you know, that helps carry out the toxins mm-hmm. and generally, you know, you want to purge with it. Cause after you purge, you're going to feel better. Okay. You, know, you can't hold the medicine, something not everybody purges by vomiting, but like, that's the way I've always done it. And it seems like the way to get it out the quickest. And I've heard it described as it's like cleaning your cells. It's like, it's really just pulling shit out of your body toxins. And, uh, you know, and then it, comes out through the water that you purge and
0: how long does that experience last in total like would you say Um, you said it takes about a minute i've
1: seen some people that were like probably needing some deep healing i've seen some people like out for the count for like hours oh damn but generally for most people if you're a pretty healthy person like you know it's like a 20 minute thing or something and then you start feeling a lot better and uh you know, most people afterwards feel amazing because your body's just like super clean and uh, it's really good for the immune system. And
0: so yeah. I had, had, uh, two more questions about this. One being, is there, uh, an emphasis on, uh, where, where it's positioned? So you've got some, you know, you've, every time I've seen you do it, you've had them on your arm, you yeah, know, either on the right or the there. left. And then you said that, uh, Anna tried it. She had it on her back near her spine. You know, have you seen other people do it in other places for other reasons? Is there, is there like an importance of, of where on the body it's done?
1: Yeah, I mean, the, I think the up on the arm is common. Um, tra- I don't know if it's a traditional thing, but lots of times women get it on their ankle and men get it up on their arm but the medicine moves through you in a different way. I know on the ankle, it takes a little longer to do what it's doing. Cause it's further away from your digestive system and your heart. And you know, mm-hmm. where a lot of the stuff's happening. Um, I don't know exactly the reasons for that, but then also, I mean, it can be put anywhere. And I know that, um, like Anna got it in her back directly behind her heart. Cause she was looking to open up her heart. So, so it was like, mm. you know, so it's for energy clearing too. So, you know, you can have it, focused in on a chakra you could have on your root chakra your heart chakra, you know so snap
0: so yeah you can do it different places um what about the uh what about the amount of time so i see you've got four but you've done i think i've seen you do like five or six at once or at least when i saw the last time you had like a hexagon kind yeah. of look to it The
1: well, last time i had done three one day and then i did six the next day oh damn um and Did that have to do with quantity? Like the amount? Yeah. Okay. It's pretty typical to get like three. Okay. Depending on your level of like experience. But also it could be a level of like, how do I say this? Like some people might need more mm-hmm. to get it to do what it, what they want it uh, to do. Okay, like okay. some people, if they only get three, it's not in there enough to get them to like purge and really cleanse the way you want. Mm-hmm. So it really just depends. But like three, I think is considered kind of like, you know, a good starting point or like if you've never done it before, I think it's pretty typical that they might give you two or three. Okay. Um, and, uh, yeah. So I guess now I've had it one, two, three, four. Yeah. it was my fourth time.
0: yeah This was like the most intense. Do you feel like you're getting like, is it, is it, I mean, I take it the experience, you know, is could either be similar or different every time, but, but because I've never tried it, I don't really, I have no clue like what, what the difference is between your first and your last time, but you were just saying, um, that this one was pretty intense. What was, what was the, uh, what was your experience like behind that? Why was it so intense?
1: Um, I think part of it had to do with the the people facilitating for me. They were following like a slightly different protocol. They left it on longer and they flipped it. They like, it it was um, instead of like fresh medicine, you can't flip it. I don't think because it's like very liquidy, Mm -hmm. but the medicine on a stick, it kind of like forms a shape. So they put it on there and then like 10 minutes later, they like turn it over so that you can absorb more medicine
2: Mm. So that
1: might be part of it why this time like hit me. You know, cuz it just felt really long this time. And there's been other times like the first time I did it, it was fresh medicine which I think can hit you harder, but I kind of tapped out. Like I had it on there for like 5 minutes and I was like, dude, get this shit off of me. Like um ugh. and So he took it off. But this time I was very committed to like sticking to their process and she left it on there for like 20 minutes. So it was like, it was just kind of kept going and I was like, dude, when is this going to be over? You know? And, uh, yeah. did you practice surrendering there? (laughs) Or did you? (laughs) Yeah. I mean, as much as I could, you know, I, I, I haven't worked with it enough to, you know, I think I struggle with that one still, Mm -hmm. but, but I'm super glad I did it. I mean, do it again anytime whenever you're ready yeah i'm set up i know (laughs) i know the people that do it so
0: that's the thing this is a this is an interesting one because like you know with aya i was already you know i was hesitant on trying it the first time because of the purge like and knowing that purging was a big you know it, it was not a big but it's it's a um it's a byproduct of the medicine in some cases right but um but see like it knowing, a big part of it. going into the, uh, you know, going into the experience thinking and knowing that it's going to be something that's going to not make my body feel good. I'm already like a little hesitant about, yeah. you know, I've, I've, I've got some resistance there because my belief is it's, it's hard for me to enjoy really anything in life. If I'm not feeling good, you know, if I don't feel well. I can't, you know, the best thing could happen to me and I'd still like my health and the way I feel internally is like, it trumps everything else. So, you know, and if there's something horrible happening around me, if I feel good, I'm all right. You know, I could get, I could get through it, you know, but when my body is, when it feels like it's in that state where I'm just like, I just don't feel good. I don't want to do anything. I just wish I felt better kind of thing. That's where, that's where I feel, uh, you know, the resistance to it. So, okay, so
1: we want to feel as good as we can, right? So with combo, think of it like this. You, you face your fear, you go through what you know is going to be discomfort, and then afterwards you feel better than you've ever felt before. And that 20 minute of being really uncomfortable, the flip side to that, to the reward to that, is that you get to feel better for a long period of time after that. So everything in life has a balance, right? Yeah. Everything's got, every shade has a light, you know, every, uh, (laughs) anytime we face a fear, anytime we, you know, make a, an intentional choice to choose something challenging, there's a reward. And with combo, you know, the, the challenges is like, there's some purging and there's some temporary discomfort. But the payout is long-term health. Yeah. So, wouldn't you say that that you know?
0: Heaven, yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude. Okay, yeah, all right. You know, that's, that's a great that's, way to see it, man. That's the
1: deal with all these medicines. You know, like ayah can come a bunch of different ways, and it can be super dis, you know uncomfortable at times. It can be super challenging. Like I've I've ventured deep into that realm and explored that medicine you know to its darkest corners at least in my reality and i keep going back to it why well because it makes my life better mm-hmm. you know so that you know eight hours of challenging times or what and it's not even always that sometimes it's just playland. sometimes it's just like you know this weekend was the first time where i like really got into a place where i felt like open to expressing myself i was like dancing all mm-hmm. weekend you know more and more each night by the third night I was dancing to like half of the songs and I was just spreading my light to everybody. And it was, it was beautiful, but it's taken a lot of challenging nights to get to that point. Cause Mm -hmm. I have to shed, I had to, you know, I have to continue to shed skin. I have to continue to surrender, continue to let go of what doesn't serve me, Mm -hmm. continue to face my fears, continue to face demons. And now I'm starting to get to a place where I'm just like, I'm ready to be more outward focused with it. I'm ready to like, all right, now it's not all about Nathan's healing. It still is about my healing because healing comes through healing others as well. But I'm coming to a place where I can um, hold space in the medicine. I can take the medicine and in, integrate it and let it become part of me and then project love outward and, and see what's going on out here to help others heal versus just being in my own world all lost in it and so point being is like anytime we face a challenge anytime we're brave anytime we take a leap of faith the universe rewards that that's just the nature of things and that's what i think you know all these me- these medicines are all about is you know facing fears because it's it's a brave thing like you hear about ayahuasca, you hear about any of this stuff, even, you know, anyone that's willing to go and put a thing inside of them that's going to make them view the world differently. That alone is like can be scary. Yeah. For people. I've always kind of craved it. Even when I was young, you know, I was always like, oh, you mean there's the things I can do to like change my vision, you know, or change yeah. what I see. And that used to be the only, you know, that's the most obvious. That's like, that's you know, visuals is very easy for most of us to comprehend. So that seems to be the first way that medicine comes through, but it's not just that it's bodily sensations. It's emotional purging. It's, you know, it can come through and and service in so many ways. Uh, The one ceremony is never the same for the same person as another. And my ceremony is never gonna be the same as yours. Mm -hmm. Everybody in there is having a different experience and yet it's a shared experience. Just like our realities, right? We each create our own reality, but we're co-creators, you know, from a different perspective, from a different seat in the simulation, a different seat in the, you know, in the ceremony, whatever it is.
0: And, um, do you have some highlights for like, what were some of the biggest things that you really enjoyed? Some of the best things that you took back? I mean, I know the dancing was a, was, was a, was a fun part, but
1: yeah, I mean, um, that was one of the biggest things. Um, and another big part was like learning to kind of, um, like I didn't, even though my body wanted to like purge, I was like, I made like an intentional choice to keep the medicine in me. Oh, okay. So I had no desire, even though my body was like doing this, I was like, I was like, no, I'm good. I, mm-hmm. like, it. <laughs> I like it. You know, like I'm going to keep it in me cause I want to get as much out of this as I can. And I felt like I was able to hold space for people. You know, there's a couple times when I was being supportive for Anna.
0: Yeah, that was going to be my actually. That was going to be my next question. Was what's it like doing these ceremonies with your significant other? Like, because I, you know, I even me just sitting here imagining what it'd be like to to do some type of, you know, medicinal healing if it were bufo or if it were ayahuasca with with Carissa. I just, it would be really interesting for me because I'd really yeah. just be watching her the whole time. like, you yeah. good? <laughs>
1: yeah, so that's the, it really depends on the relationship with that person, you know, because I've been in a relationship in the past, you know, where I had experiences with like, say mushrooms or something. And the relationship was very codependent and kind of a more unhealthy way. Okay. And it was challenging because like, I couldn't even have my experience because I was so wrapped up in like, I'm like, is she okay? Like, I don't know what's going on over there. Yeah. And Anna and I are pretty good at um, holding space with each other, for each other without interfering. Like, Okay. Because there's, you know, it's there's, you can hold space for someone energetically, like put it positive intentions and protection into them without, interfering without taking away from their experience because sometimes and that's uh that's something that we 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 learn to fill in feel into you know when you've been working with the medicine it's like okay when does somebody need this when does this somebody need to be held when does does somebody need to just have their space to have whatever come up come up and we don't want to take an experience away from somebody so that was kind of this you know Anna was doing some purging, some emotional purging, like, which is a big deal. It's a powerful thing for her. And it's like getting out some stuff that she'd been holding on to. And, um, you know, I could feel it like in a big way, but to an extent I wanted to just like, all right, she's doing great. She's letting it out. Like, I'm really happy for that. I want to just let her do that because I don't want to short circuit that if I come in and try to be a protector, I might stop coming out. might
0: stifle some type of right uh yeah
1: there's a lot of growth in that so generally when somebody's new to the medicine it's not recommended that you like pair up like if you're at a ceremony with somebody that you're close to it's recommended that you're at opposite ends of the room so that you can really have your own experience and they can have their own experience
0: is that what they did for us at the at the one that clay did did, we, I mean, did I, we just not I, have space next to each other, or I'm did they? I'm not
1: sure. I don't remember. Yeah. But I generally try to be separated from people that I'm close to. You know, with you... Not our, me, buddy. Our, our relationship <laughs> is such that I I don't feel that need to interfere because I trust your process. You know what I mean? I'm like, ah, Christian's got it. Christian's fine. True say, bro. And so it really depends. But um, generally you know, especially if you're new to a thing, I think separation is good, but Anna and I, you know, we agreed that we wanted to be close to each other and it worked out great because we had our separate experiences for almost all the night, but then we were able to kind of come together a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. What about,
0: um, way. what about when you guys were in the jungle? Did you guys, yeah, we were you guys separate? Separated. Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: Which I think was good for us because,
0: because you went on loopy jungle, again. In, yeah. <laughs> In the
1: jungle, she was really holding space for me because mm. we did get together later in the night. Like once I wasn't in the thick of it and I started to come back down a little bit, we would like get together outside and kind of process things and talk through things and she would hold space for me because I was like Anna was keeping it together in the jungle and I was like I was yeah losing you're letting I went, it all go in the jungle, huh? Yeah, I went really really deep there and <laughs> That's kind of what kind of scared me off from the medicine for a little while. But this last weekend was so empowering because I felt like, you know, I got to get back to a place where it's like, no, I can work with this. Like, I don't need to be afraid. Like, you know, like I needed to go to those dark depths. I had to because as somebody who wants to work with the medicine in a serious way, I want to understand, I want to feel personally like what it's capable of, what so now mm. I'm, I can hold space for somebody who goes to those depths, yeah. which is not a place a lot of people want to go.
0: Not me. Like it's, <laughs> it's challenging.
1: You know, I've had other ceremonies where I feel like I'm a problem. I'm like an issue, you know, like I'm too much for people, mm-hmm. like, you know, and honestly, like Anna's the only one that's been able to like hold space for me in that, you know? And we did the same thing with, you know, Bufo. The first time we did that together, I was serving her for the first time. And yet I kind of went really deep
0: Mm. and she kind of ended
1: up coming in and like supporting me. But that's who she is in my life. She's somebody who... Anna's a very, very powerful, strong woman, like she can hold space for me, which is a big deal. Not a lot of people can do that. Yeah, because I go deep into shit. I'm very sensitive, like in general, like I'm just I'm picking up on a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And then with these medicines, that stuff's turned all the way up. And it's like there's no telling what might happen. Most people are going to see that happening, and they're like, no thanks. Like, get that guy away from me. Like, yeah. I don't know what that is, but not for me. <laughs> and she's there, like, loving me and holding me and, like, taking care of me, you know. That's good. So it's uh, it's a beautiful thing. And it was beautiful to have that experience in the jungle of her, like, helping me out, taking care of me. And then this time I was kind of able to help her more. Okay. And so she got to go, you know you know, she did more purging and
0: <coughs> yeah. Is there, um, is there any, um, kind of anything that you do differently? Any, anything that you look back on and you're like, oh, I kind of, you know, I kind of wish this would have gone this way or this would have gone that way. I know you're more of like a, you don't, you, you, you have no regrets, you know, you don't, you don't, yeah. you, I, that's something I've, I've learned about you is that you don't really look back on things and be like, ah, I wish I would have done this differently, but in this instance, is there anything that comes to mind?
1: The only thing um, that comes to mind is like, I played it pretty safe, which is okay with me, mm-hmm. definitely, you know, I, like you said, I don't have regrets, but um, I played it pretty safe. Like I had just one drink each night because that felt sufficient to get the energy inside of me. And I wanted to, I needed a win. Mm-hmm. I needed to get through a weekend and be like, <laughs> all right, I harness that. I'm good. <laughs> And I didn't lose my shit. Like, I kept it together and had a positive... I mean, they're all positive experiences, but an empowering experience. Mm-hmm. Like, one where I felt like, you know, this medicine is for me. Like, I can harness this energy in a positive way. And on the third night, like, pretty early on, like, the medicine talks to you. It speaks to you. And it was telling me, like, get another pour, Nathan. Like, you can get some more medicine. Like Yeah. For, you're good. Like, go get some more. Like, let's go a little deeper. And I did end up getting a second pour, but I did it at the very, like almost when the sun was about to come up. Okay. And, the and, uh, facilitator, which is, this is a good thing. It's a smart thing. If you, if you get a pour that late, he's, he gives you a little tiny, he gave me a little tiny dose, mm-hmm. um, which is beautiful. Cause it, it went into the morning and I'm like, cooking eggs and shit. And I'm still like in the medicine, but it, was, like, <laughs> but it wasn't intense. It was just kind of like, you know, it was mild. And so I could have gone deeper and, you know, and I could have listened to that message of like, you can handle this. Like, yeah. let's go a little deeper. So maybe next time, you know, that'll be uh, something that I do. Cause I just, I really needed to kind of dip my toe back in mm-hmm. and I need to build up my confidence with it. Cause like the thing that happened in the jungle was just like, so it beat me up so bad
0: the first time or the second time.
1: Both. Yeah. I was, <laughs> was going to say, cause you've both. told me both
0: times you've come back, you went deep, you went hard and you went, you know, you went a little, uh, you know, past the, some points,
1: the final ceremonies and both times, first time it was the fifth ceremony this time it was the fourth but both of them were the final like i went crazy deep and it's hard to compare them mm-hmm. they're just very different ceremonies very different intentions different experiences but both of them like what well, my ass like
0: do is there a reason why um well this i guess is another question too because uh anytime i've ever heard of these heard of ayahuasca ceremonies they're always at night is there a reason why like is is it You know, like, is there something about the nighttime, the moon doing it at that time because it's a longer lasting medicine or is this something that can be done during the day? I mean, I figure it definitely can be done during the day. But what's is there an emphasis or is there a difference or a meaning or purpose behind why it's done at, at night versus.
1: Yeah, I think so. The main thing that comes to mind is I think the the dark provides us with an empty canvas so, during the day, if you're very stimulated and there's a lot of things to look at, if there's a lot of stuff coming in through your eyes with light, Mm-kay. there's a lot there's a that's gonna affect your experience. So okay, and if we're looking to go within, you know, the best way to go within is to have less stimulation. So mm-hmm. eyes closed is an empty canvas. like now my mind can paint whatever picture it wants. I has a blank canvas to work with, right? I'm sitting in this room, at least in a visual sense, like obviously the medicine's hitting you a lot of ways, but if I'm sitting in this room and it's light, there's no canvas to paint a picture on, you yeah. know, things could get distorted, but if you want to be in a space of pure creation, then a blank dark canvas is what you want. Okay. And the way that um, this group does it, we don't start till pretty late, like 11 o'clock at night or something. And its I I really like it, actually, because it gives you a lot of time to connect with the group and kind of really prepare and silence your mind and kind of get ready. And then when you're kind of finishing, as you're coming out, the sun is coming up. And to me, that's very beautiful because, you know, there's like lots of times with these medicines, if you're in really deep, Sometimes there's that sensation of like, maybe tomorrow's never going to come, you know, like maybe I'll be stuck in this space forever. I've had that many times where I was just like, oh, I went too deep. Now I'm stuck in the nighttime forever, you know, (laughs) and something about the sun coming up is like, you know, it's the cycles of life. It's the new day. You know, it's always it's always a celebration when the sun comes up, you know. Cause what, you know, what if the sun doesn't come up like, the, yeah, but it will, right. Mm-hmm. That's always like the,
0: imagine though, signifier. That imagine like the fucking night, just a la- like one day next week, yeah. there's the sun just doesn't fucking feel like coming. <laughs> it's not my world cause I need the sun. That's why I live here in Arizona. True say. Oh, actually, you know, that's funny because there are places on the planet yeah. where the sun doesn't come around until, you know, months on end. Um, but like then seasonal. there are also times where the sun is always there, mm-hmm. you know, in, in different parts of the world, which is really cool. Yeah. Um, but we ain't talking about the me. shape of the earth today. That's for another podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, I still got my, all my diagrams over here. Yeah. I so know. funny. Um, what else would I want to What I, that I, Oh, okay. So, okay. So we talked about your, your highlights and some of the things that, uh, that you noticed uh, you do differently or kind of things that you were thinking about. Um, anything else you wanted to share on that?
1: Yeah, actually um, something very specifically, I shared this uh, a lot about this in my video today um, for life is but a dream. Check, Check that out, out. It's on YouTube. Yes. Yeah, Shade the light podcast on YouTube. Um, and this is, wasn't in the ceremony, but it was within the retreat and that's that, you know, I had an opportunity to give, I had an opportunity to participate in a way that was outward focused, like helping take care of other people. So we were in charge of food, Mm -hmm. you know, Anna and I and another friend, we were in charge of feeding people. And that was super beautiful. Like, because, you know, I, I went into it a little bit like, freaked out i'm just like what we have to cook on hot plates there's not really a kitchen like how are we gonna cook for 35 people people?" yeah and um it went really beautifully and like um you know i wasn't sure if i'd have a a a solid role to play because i'm not much of a chef like i don't know much about preparing food for Mm -hmm. tons of people or whatever but it was it went really smoothly and It felt so good to be somebody who was there giving back, somebody who was there helping to take care of people in a sense. And it reminds me about the power of outward focus and how when, you know, as an energetic being, like we're all generators of a lot of energy and we all get to choose where we put that energy and we can be really selfish with it. You know, we can feed into our desires. We could use that energy to consume. We could use that energy to, you know, watch Netflix or go watch porn or go gamble. Or we could use that energy to overeat or get stoned. You know, there's a lot of things you can do with your energy, right? Mm-hmm. We're all these energy channels. And when we're outward focused, the energy comes through, it's generated from within, and then it, it leaves the body, it flows, it goes out. It's not like a circle mm-hmm. where it's like recycling energy. It's like fresh energy coming in and going out.
2: Yeah.
1: And that's how I, I felt it. And it just felt so good. Like I felt so good about myself. Like I didn't, I'm like preparing breakfast, like we go through ceremony all night, no sleep. And then like, okay, everyone else is going to rest. We're going to go make food. You know? Yeah. And it felt good. I was excited to do it. And then I, you know, we fed people. Then on the first day, we fed people, then got combo. You can't eat before doing combo. Did that. That kicked my ass. Had to drive back home, check on the dogs, come back. Then it's time to make lunch. You know what I mean? So So you were busy. Yeah. I was busy, but I was energized from this outward focus. And it reminds me how much my energy flows much better when I'm outward focused and the same thing with the dancing and the ceremony or singing in the ceremony and ceremony is like a metaphor for life, right? Like our truest calling, our highest calling is, is that of, of serving others. That's why, you know, it feels good to be a parent because you're taking care of your kids. You're mm-hmm. taking care of somebody else, like, or your partnership. Like we love, in a good partnership, we both want to like both partners really want to take care of each other. It's not like we feel obligated. It feels like good. Like I love you. So I want to take care of you. Mm -hmm. What can I do for you? And so it just, it was, uh, that was kind of like my main lesson of the weekend. Um, I mean, my main intention was around patience and a lot of stuff came up about that as well, but yeah, it got me really excited about being more outward focused, being more, um, giving and you know it's like so i feel like i'm getting to a place where i can get less lost in my own head less you know because the insecurities will keep me from being outward focused it's like when i if i'm sitting on my mat and my body's vibrating from the medicine right and then my brain is telling me like well i should do something like i should play a drum or i should get up and dance but i'm scared because i don't want to be judged yeah right so instead of pushing that energy out and being giving with it and loving and, and projecting that I'm like stuck in this little space. Yeah, It's just fucking I'm like, all right, I'll just suffer instead. And, um, so I think being outward focused, giving can relieve a lot of suffering and, uh, yeah, it was really exciting for me cause it inspired me to like do more of that. Like now mm-hmm. I'm reaching out. I want to, See about attending the next ceremonies and I want to sign up as a volunteer to help, you know, in anything I can as far as setting things up, breaking it down. And yeah, I just I want to move into a space more as um, somebody who's participating in a more giving way instead of just being, uh, you know, an observer.
0: OK, and, um, I remember uh, right before we did the um, right before we did the Bufo medicine. Um, I was asking you if you had like intentions around, uh, you know, what this, what this ayahuasca ceremony was going to be like for you. Um, and if I remember correctly, you said that, uh, you know, that you were really looking forward to like enjoying the process, like, because you've, you've been, you've gathered all these feelings about things that you want to get done and need to get done and are, you know, in the process of doing, but, you know, every now and then you get caught up in these spaces where you're like, I'm not doing enough. You know, do you feel like now, like, I don't, and I don't know if you've even revisited this thought, but this was definitely something that I remembered and I wanted to bring back because, um, you know, this is just what I recollect, but do you feel like any of that has, has cleared up? Do you feel like that, you know, what you're telling me about outward focus has helped you kind of mend that relationship you have with yourself about feeling like you're not doing enough or you know not enjoying the process because you know in certain spaces you're just so busy and so present doing what you're doing that you can't feel the the gratitude or the appreciation for you know being in the position that you're in having the ability to do what you're doing do you feel like
1: yeah, definitely. So I would I would say, actually, it's the lack of being present that keeps me from enjoying the process. Okay, because okay. it's like my mind is over here, but this is what's happening. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I was, I was tying that in with what I said is, you know, called patience. Like I was asking for patience or enjoying the process. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, okay. you know, so like the Sananga thing is a good analogy, like enjoying the process of, receiving sananga okay because it's painful right and you could look at work as being painful like say i'm building something and it requires a lot of physical is you know strength and force yeah it's like you could see that as being a type of pain because it's like well i want the end product but right now i have to do all these things first before i can get to an end product right Mm -hmm. so They're very different things, but it's enjoying the process, appreciating the process is about staying present, staying with the thing and not detaching from it. So I definitely think, you know, this just happened. So it's, I don't, I haven't had enough time. I just got done with the retreat yesterday, but I, and I, so I haven't had time to see where it shows up all that much yet, but I'm very certain that it did. I mean, I always works with my intentions. I feel like my intentions are pretty clear and pure. Mm-hmm. So I, you know, I tend to get exactly what I'm asking for. And I felt it in the ceremony in the sense that again, I was, I was able to get detached from my pain and be more outward focused. Okay. So, and that pain would be the same as like any kind of discomfort, like doing something that maybe I don't feel like I want to do and focusing on that aspect of it. Is just like, Oh man, like I don't want to clean up the dog shit though. Yeah. Right. Cause that means I have to walk around and bend over and do this. Right. Yeah. Versus being like the whole time being like, Ooh, every time I do this, like that spot's clean. Like now I can look around <laughs> and like, yeah. the, you know, the yard's clean. And so I'm, I'm pretty confident that I did some work in that area and that I'll be able to have more, um, Enjoyment for the process and, um, yeah, and appreciation for the current moment. And even if it's not, you know, cause life just isn't about pleasure all the time. If, if the, everything was just pleasure, we wouldn't have any thing to compare. Yeah. It's a contrast. If everything to. was just light. We wouldn't even know what light was. It would just be, it would just be the one thing. Yeah. So it's important, I think for me to learn, to enjoy, the process or the things that are more challenging enjoy the things that are you know maybe not my favorite thing yeah because i've been somebody who you know seeks comfort i've been somebody who you know you know when i was like sitting around just smoking pot like all the time that's just seeking comfort that's just chasing comfort i'm just like i want to avoid everything get lost in watching some movies chill eat some tasty food that's pure like comfort seeking But that, after a certain point, you know, it's not fulfilling at all anymore because there's no perspective. There's nothing to, you know, compare it to. It's like, you know, running a marathon or something, like learning to, that's not fun, right? It's not fun to push your body in that way, but once you're done, it feels amazing. Yeah. You've accomplished something and you've pushed
0: yourself past your own, you know, the limits that you've put upon yeah. yourself or at least that you've never even attempted to cross because you've chosen to stay in that comfort position or chosen yeah. not to push yourself you know to another level yeah.
1: and anytime we choose this comfort not when it's thrust upon us when it's thrust upon us we're more likely to be in a place of being a victim right but I want to learn to be grateful for everything. I want to be grateful for the pain. I want to be grateful for whatever comes my way. You know, so that's what all this is all about for me. I mean, the medicine's like, it's not for everybody. Yeah. You know, not everybody's looking to get to these depths. And, um, yeah, not but I am.
0: Yeah. And you think about it, not too many people really want to. Not too many people want to deal with their own shit, you know, not too many people want to uncover their deepest, darkest, you know, fears or, or address the weaknesses that they have, you know, they just kind of want to keep going and live life in the space of, uh, you know, the path of least resistance kind of thing, right? So, I mean, for some, right? Yeah. And, and I know a lot of people like say, that. I was going to say,
1: it's kind of the path of most resistance, but we get comfortable in resistance because mm-hmm. that isn't a flow place. But a lot of people don't want to acknowledge that there is anything within themselves. They don't want to take responsibility like, oh, shit, I got this trauma to deal with. Yeah. They want to pretend that. You know, they want to be the victim of everything. And they say, well, if I had the money or if this guy wasn't president or mm-hmm. if the pandemic didn't happen, maybe I would be fine. I would be fine. Yeah. You know, and it's all like, no, it's all within you. You get to decide. Yeah. We all get to decide. But you got to be willing to, you got to be willing to, um, you know, face, face reality.
0: That's true. Speaking of which, this is like, it's a good segue to... To the um to the experience that I had for it with um with bufo, which is yeah, the one so why know. do they call it why do they call it bufo? Is it the name of the frog or is it just like a
1: There's uh, a few different names for it, like Colorado River Toad, Sonoran Desert Toad, um, Bufo alvarius, I think, oh, and yeah, then there's yeah. another way that it's said to. Um, but yeah, I don't really know. I don't know much about it. I want to learn a lot more about you know the toad itself and where it comes from. Cause I think it's been around a long time. Mm-hmm. I mean, it makes sense that, you know, you know, what trips me out from water to land. They're kind of halfway in between. Yeah.
0: You know, what trips me out is the whole, the, the, the idea around, you know, one day somebody chose one day long ago, somebody chose to like pick up this toad and like, you know, and, take the secretion and somehow like ingest it in whatever way they did it in the past. And now it's evolved to this, you know, to where it is today. And you know, the thing is, I know, I know zilch about this except for the experience that I had and everything that, you know, the things that you've told me over the past, you know, year or so or two years that you've been working with it. So, um, you know, this was, this was already something that, uh, that I, that I had glimpses of what it, what it could be like, uh, when you told me about what the experience was for you. Um, and for a while I had resistance to it because I already felt like I knew what I was going to go through. Like I had a, I had a feeling that I was going to be seeing some things that I I could never unsee. And, uh, and it was, it was just that, right? So I already had, um, I had resistance, I feel, internally, but I would outwardly try to, you know, try to go against it and say, hey, let's do it. Like, I feel like doing it this time. And uh, that first incident was the, you know, you came over one day and then I texted you later on that day saying I wanted to do it in the morning of the next day. And... I didn't have any issues and everything, you know, my entire body was fine, except towards the evening. And as I was getting ready for bed, I started feeling this, this pain in my throat, which I had no clue where it came from. So I texted you, let you know that, you know, it might not happen, but I'll let you know for sure in the morning. And I went to sleep with the intention of, you know, really wanting to do this in the morning. I wake up and I'm still, I still am experiencing the pain. So then, um, so then what a week Two weeks passes by, and you text me while uh, right after I finished um, making a video. Which, when I make videos and stuff, I feel good. I feel accomplished. I feel like I've, I, you know, I, I put my heart into something that I want to put out for the world, and I felt great about it. And when you texted me, I was right here on my laptop, just like you know, feeling great about it. And then it was like in that instance, I was like. I want to try this. Like, I want to do this. Like we've been talking about this. So let's like, you know, would you have time today to do it? And you know, you were open to it. So, um, it's, it's interesting the way like it all worked out too, because I could tell that the resistance that I had internally was still present and it was manifesting itself as, as all of the hiccups that we had in the, in, in the interim before I actually got the medicine in me. And, um, and so, you know, I, I won't break down the details for everybody as far as like what all happened unless, you know, you want to hear it again, but you were there. So, um, you know, it finally got to the point where it was my turn and, you know, the lighter's not working and the, you know, the torch isn't firing. And I'm just like, at this point we had already attempted to get it into my system like two or three times. And so here we are. And now like, you know, as I'm sitting here, um, now, uh, I'm sitting there and I'm just like, and I can feel now my anxiety is at like an all time high. I'm like, damn, like, why did I choose? Why did I decide to do this right now? You know? And I finally start seeing the smoke coming in and here it goes. And then it finally gets into me. And I like within four to five seconds, I'm already like, I already feel something, right? And you, I remember I'm sitting there and you're sitting right in front of me and you get up and you're just like, do you remember exactly what you said to me?
1: I said something along the lines of like, I'm gonna let you have your space. Let me know if you need anything, mm-hmm. and, then- <laughs> and then, you had me sit back
0: down, <laughs> and then I pulled you right back down. I'm like, sit right here, yeah. bro. Like I, I'm, I'm, a, I feel already something that's gonna take me on a wild ride, and I need, I need you right here to yeah, create yeah. this space for me, bro. And so, as I feel it coming in and I'm looking, like, I'm just observing, right, my, I'm looking around and seeing what the adjustment in my vision is, and I start to notice that everything is more vibratory than, than solid, you know, it was like, it was like the, my vision was starting to, to become grainy, and as I'm looking at your, Uh, you know, your, your shaman clothes and it's got all these colors and I'm looking at your skin and I'm looking at your face and your hair and like, and I'm, and I'm, as I'm observing you, I'm just like, something's happening. Like, and I'm, and I feel the resonance of like my, my body or my frequency of, of my being just like really expanding. And this is something I haven't said before yet is like sound became like a, you know, there's, there's this ringing, there's this, there's the, they call it this, the music of the spheres, or they call it, uh, you know, the, the, the silence in a sense, but it's got a frequency to it. I just, it, it ramped up into like a, into like, instead of it being like a high pitch, it became like a, that's what it felt like. And as I'm looking at you, I, I hear that, you know, no longer is it silence in my ears because I'm, we're out in nature, we're in the desert. It's, you know, we can only hear like the wind and, you know, if there was birds or anything, but you know, we were isolated. So as I'm feeling that going through me, I'm looking and I'm looking at the outline of your body and it's merging into the background of the, of the trees and the mountains and the sunset behind you. And I'm just like, Oh yep, I'm feeling it, bro. And I, I just did what, what I saw you do, which was just lay straight back and my arms like it's like i couldn't help it i couldn't keep like even if i wanted to put my arms like this my body sent my arms outwards like i was and i and i've i've said this multiple times like i felt like i was being crucified like you know like a fucking jesus christ in me and i was just like as i laid there boom fell back it's like i'm being i'm being oh, man it's still oh, Every time I think about it, dude, it's like even trying to like put this whole this entire experience and put it into something as as uh, as simple as language. It's like there's no such thing. Right. And so I'm like I'm being plunged into this this sensation that i've never felt before so all of my sensations as far as everything that we're used to uh you know smell actually that's another thing there's the there's the smell the scent of the toad medicine and the smoke was like that had taken over all of my all of my you know nasal fucking senses right and i'm sitting there and all i can smell is this smell and then all i can hear is this wha and then i can i in a very tiny space in the center of me because all my sensations go from my body to my solar plexus. Like it does, like I pass my heart and I just go boom right into like my stomach area. And my entire world is being, uh, is being observed from this center point of me. And, um, and as I'm going through this, right, I'm, um, I'm thinking about as I, you know, as I fall back and I'm, and I'm looking at you at first, I feel this deep connection. I'm like, this is my fucking soul brother right here, man. Like this is the journey of a lifetime. Like, and I would think, and in that moment I was thinking, damn, like before we got all distracted and all the bullshit of like the way life is today, society and like business and work and, and you know, all of these, all of these out, like these worldly things, I was like this is what this is what men and women and and people that were looking like looking for the next stage in life this is what they were after like coming to this point where where you can let everything go of the world and just be just be That's it. Like, and I had no other, like no other thoughts came to me. I was at this point where I was like, I can try to battle with this medicine and like battle with what I'm observing and trip out on, on this experience. And like, you know, let this take me to a realm that I'm not ready for, or I could just, just let it be, just let it, let it flow and, and breathe and, and know that, you know, this is all a part of the process, but you know, what you're reinforcing is that, yeah, like, I feel like this is what people, this is what individuals strived to, to experience sometime in their life, um, before they got busy with all of the other shit that we're, we're so used to doing now. And so, you know, I felt that full circle of like, ah, and I was thrusted into this place where I'm like, time was no longer like, you know, it's funny too, because after the experience, I'm telling you like, oh, it felt you know, it was like five, six minutes, but you're like, it was, it was a little bit longer than that. And I just, I was, I just remember I was in this place where time collapsed and I was no longer like of time. You know, I was, I was the, the everything and anything that I had ever fathomed and more, you know, things that I can't put into words. And, um, and I felt like, you know, when I made the choice to finally surrender and just relax and just be here, it was like, at first, of course, it was the scariest feeling I had ever felt the, you know, the fear of dying was like, that was like, that's, you know, that was my highest fear, you know, to, to never come back to this place again. You know, I was like I was afraid of everything that I would lose and anybody and anything that would would lose me. And so when I finally let that go, it was the most liberating like sensation that I could ever feel. And it it put me in this place of everlasting life. And it was just like, wow. And then I could see clearly like this is where we come from, like this whole consciousness thing, like, you know, our mind, like the, our souls are infinite. Our souls are eternal. And if I can still hear myself, you know, and my, and I can't feel my body and, and uh, that I'm in a place like that. I knew I just came from, like, I'm not in the desert with Nathan anymore. Like what's going on? Like, and so when I, when I finally got to that space, it was just like, "Ah, it's okay to let go because if I die, I die you know, if I die, <laughs> fuck it, you know, I'll be reborn, it's all good, I'll just come back another day, you know, but it was like, it was, it felt so good to finally get to that point, and I remember when I finally opened my eyes, I'm looking up at the blue sky, and as I'm looking up, and I'm observing like, what I can, like, what am I, like, I was trying to focus on something, but it was just like, wait, this is all water, like, water is all around me. Like, what? am I in water? And I, and I remember when you were laying down, you were doing this thing and at first you were just chilling, but then you put your arms up and you were like, it looked like you were water bending, you know, or air bending. Um, and I was just like, oh, this is probably what he was fucking seeing when he was doing that. Right. And I'm, and I'm looking and I, and I feel like it was like a vortex of water just like all around me. And, uh, and I remember just like as I started to like really look around, I felt my body stretched out across the earth. Like it was as if my arms and my legs and my head were the extensions of like as far as the earth went and everything was enveloped within me. Right. Around. And um, and but my body still feels like fractals, like they were pieces. Like my body was in pieces. That's what I felt like that. My arm was separate from my leg and, you know, but I didn't feel this, this oneness, this wholeness with my, uh, with, with my body. But I did experience wholeness when I let go, when I let go of, of everything, all my thoughts, my memories, my body, you know, all of that. I felt that wholeness with, with, I don't know what I can, and I can't even sit here and say that i you know that that there was a a source or a higher being that was there with me i was that you know i was that everything yeah and so as i'm starting to like regain consciousness and i'm looking around i look and i see the uh i look to the left and i look to the right of me and there are trees around and i look and the trees were all watery all liquidy all flowy right and i'm like uh, that's, that's not how trees look. <laughs> and and as I make that, as I make that thought, this the tree starts solidifying. It's like, wait, I'm a twig again. And I'm just flowing in the wind. Don't worry. <laughs> you know? And I'm like, and as I'm like, all my sensations are coming back. I remember just saying, dude, Nathan, I fucking love you, dude. Like this shit, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, this shit is the truth, bro. Like, yo, this shit, ain't, this shit ain't for the week, bro. Like, and I'm just, and you know, and I remember, as I'm like, and I pick my head up, and I look at my feet, because I feel like little pitter-patters on my feet, and I look, there's a little fucking fly running on my running on my foot, and I'm like, okay, all right, I'm here again, I'm all right, I'm good, and I feel another pitter-patter on my hand, and I look, and I, oh, there's another fly right there, okay, we're cool, all right, we're good, I'm still here, and then I finally get up, and I'm sitting, and I'm looking at you, I'm like, oh, man, bro, and I like, I remember getting up, walking around like just having the like this energy level that was beyond you know it was not of this earth bro i was i was feeling so you know rejuvenated just like a brand new life again it's like wow like I just experienced some shit and now I'm really living, you know, I thought I was living before when I was free and I got myself out of the the shit that I was in before and, and, you know, not having to work and just, you know, being free and being able to do what I want with my days like that thought, you know, that's how I was living already and then this happened and i'm like oh shit now i can really like i can do some really cool shit now i'm 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 the okay all right that makes sense and so i'm running around screaming laughing just like feeling so fucking good bro and i was just like bro like it makes sense why this shit is so low-key like you know it, it it's this is like it takes a certain type of individual who's ready for like the next step of, of existence, you know, like it's, there are like, there are definitely stages to this, this experience. And, and, you know, it's funny because you, I remember when we were back, uh, when I lived in the condo and we'd sit on the balcony and smoke and talk and how like you'd, you'd say that, um, you know, it's okay for people to to live in the spaces that they live and, and think the way they think and have the consciousness that they do, because they can they can stay there. And we're going to be over here building our own life, building our own universe, like with laws that don't, you know, that that aren't man-made laws. They're, they're laws that are yet to be discovered for us. And we're going to be living in this, this other world while, you know, while everybody else is going to be doing their thing. And there's already going to be people there that are saying, hey, come on, finally, we've been waiting for your ass, you know? And that's the way I'm feeling, bro, is like, we're getting to this, at least I know that you and I, you know, ever since you came into my life, it's like, things have always like, all right, I'm, I'm put up to uh, something that I'm really afraid of, really fearful of. And you're the one that helps me like, dude, just fucking do it, man. Like I believe in you, like you can do it. And then I'm like, oh, well you believe in me? All right, cool. I, I believe in myself too. And let's do it. You know? So like every time it's been this, this, exponential step in, in, uh, in the way my mind believes things work on this plane. And it's just like, boom, boom, boom. And everything is, it's, it's been a step upward. So, um, so yeah, man. And like from that day, bro, it's like ever since that experience, every single day I've thought about at, you know, multiple times throughout the day, I think about what that experience did for me and how my life is like, Come full circle. And now, like the little problems that I used to deal with, the little things that I would notice. Just like it's so fucking minute, so infinitesimal. These problems that I have are just like they're tiny little things. And then, especially when I see it in my partner or something reflects, and I see something that, uh, you know, Carissa will complain about something or make a comment about something. I'm just like, I don't even fucking matter. Like, that's like, think about how differently that this could be, or you know. And sometimes I'll I'll oversimplify these things, but I I also, you know, have to sit back and take a step back and be like, hey. You know, you know what you just went through. She don't, you know, you can only explain what you went through with words, but, you know, she, she ain't here yet. So just, you know, be patient with her. You know, everybody's on their own journey. Take your time. And um, so, yeah, man, it's just like and uh, it's it's beautiful, man, because. I know that every single day now, like I'm going to think about that experience. And until I try the next one, I remember there was a point after I was done, I was just like, do I want to try another one? Do I want to take another, you know, experience? And I was like, ah, let's, let's let this first one process first, give it a little bit of time and then I'll, I'll take another step into the wild side. But um, but yeah, man, the the most miraculous, I mean, the most fearful, scary you know, ego death, you know, anything around ego death and, and fear and and suffering was, was right in that moment. But then right on the other side was the, the most miraculous experience that I had ever observed, been a part of, been one with. Like that was by far, you know, the, the most beautiful experience I've ever had in my life. And so it's like now it's like, damn, like, can it, is, can it get better than that? Is it possible to get better than that? And, uh, and it's funny too, because all of these different now, like, since I made that decision every day, it's like, I'm looking into something that I, uh, that I've been wanting to really get into. So, you know, seven Bomar, he, he puts out these videos of like, um, yesterday I watched, a, like a technique on how to astral project, like, the actual technique on how to do it. And I'm like, bro, you've had this shit online for seven years. And how is it that I've never fucking come across this? Right. And I haven't tried it yet. I, I just listened to it yesterday and uh, I haven't tried it. But then he's got another one that I still have on, on the laptop. It's a, uh, it's like something about levitation, you know? And I'm just like, bro, these are like, you know, like there are people out there really doing like shit that's just like, unfathomable to the normal you know to the average human being and what is average in these days but i'm talking about at least here in this society in america where we're so focused on the on the outward experience of of uh you know careers and 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 all the other bullshit right making money and and living a a satisfactory life you know and it's just like if only we all knew you know, so, um, so yeah, man, that was, that was what my experience was like. And, you know, I think that, uh, that there will be a point where this becomes like, this becomes like that, that next level where human beings are, or will come back to the place where, wow, this is, this is what we should all be striving for and realizing because, it's tough, man, because when I, when I went through that, I felt like I died, right? I felt like I died, but then had the choice to do all this other, you know, to do these other things. But then I look around and I see friends losing, you know, losing parents and losing loved ones and, and, you know, friends taking their own lives, you know? And it's just like, what is this? You know, I, I I still like, I still struggle with that piece because you know we can only at least for me I, I always say we because it's because the way when i read books or when i you know listen to audiobooks, they talk about they say it in a matter of we as in the human collective you know or the the individual experiencing itself as the collective right um talks about how uh oh, god what was i gonna say human collective yeah i lost it but there was there was something else i was gonna get into but um but yeah dude i just all i know is that like i feel like this is something that we gotta we gotta reroute bro because oh i was talking about how people die so um the experience of death can only be seen outwards at least from you know uh, from my perspective, I don't know what dying is like for me. Cause I, you know, it's like, I can only see, you know, close to people, you know, my loved ones, or if, you know, anybody close to me, close to me were to pass away, um, where, where and it's happened before, but, you know, we look at that as, as something outside of us when, you know, how can we experience death within ourselves? You know, we're, we have this, we have this notion that, there's only two fucking, I cannot stand this saying. There's only two uh, like assurities in life or there's, there's two definites in life and it's, you know, death and taxes. And I cannot stand that shit. But, you know, but that shit is put out there into the world for people to like program that belief and think that taxes are going to be here for the rest of your life when we have the ability to just boop. If we really wanted to, we could just change that shit. We could but why, you know, why is it that we don't, you know? And it's, it trips me out because when I look out in the world and I see the chaos, right, the chaos ensuing and it's, you know, it's all, it's through the mediums that we get them from, but is there really chaos going on? Like, are we, are we really fucked up deep Mm -hmm. down or are we really, you know, honorable, true beings that are just doing our best? Like, and when we look out, we see, all, you know, all this, all the, all the shit that's going on. I don't even want to use the word, right? But we see what's happening with this. I'm just gonna give them the bunny ears, right? That's all I'm gonna give them. But we, we look out and we see, like, is this a real? Is this truly a reflection of us? Like, is it? It's got to be because it's real and it's happening. And but then I go out into the world and I look, and people are just they want to be good people, you know. I go out and I went to the street further for the first time, and I'm like going around, I'm looking at people and like, everybody just wants to have a good time. Everybody just wants to enjoy themselves and be safe and be protected. And like, you know, feel good about what they're doing and the life that they're leading and build better futures for their kids and the people that come after, like, it's all, you know, but I, but then we get fed all this other BS, you know? And it's just like, when can we like come together and say like, all right, these are really the most important things that we should be focusing on. These are the biggest sectors in life, you know, from water to energy, to health, to, you know, resources, whatever. Right. And we can lay all that shit out, scrap the old fucking system and build a new one with the way that we believe and think things should be now, you know, not, not keep amending the laws of like yesteryear, you know, and it's because those laws and those things that were put in place and the systems that are in place now were written with, you know, with the ideas of the men from back then. Like we can utilize some of the ideas because some of those were really wonderful ideas that were, that can be uh, extended for the world, for the rest of, for the rest of humanity. Right. But then other, you know, some of the other ones is just like, that's probably not the way we should do things, right? If we look at the history of all this other shit, we can see that there's a proven track record that the people in power haven't always had the best interests, you know, for the, for the majority. So, how can we change that now? Do we do I now have to sit and adjust my my beliefs myself so that the world can change? Like do and and after going through that it's like, "Oh yeah. Yeah, that's that's exactly what you have to do." You just you know recall and you know readjust all those things and and it will it will happen outwardly but you still got to live that example you still got to be that change and so that was a really long winded uh you know uh talk and thank you for letting me just fucking express myself and you know what's funny is uh you know during these everyday Q&A things that I do I I wish that I can get back into this flow state where I just like go and go and go and go and go. But when I'm, sometimes when I'm in there and I'm doing these, these little videos um, you know, I have these references and I reference these quotes that, that I kept from years ago. And uh, I don't know if you know about, you know, what, what that is, but these everyday Q and A's, I just, I've got these, this stack of papers that I, that I, um, when I was working for chase uh, in my downtime, I just, I'd read articles or I, I, um, you know, look up quotes and stuff like this and I would copy and paste them onto, uh, just word templates and anything that really resonated me, resonated with me. I just, I copied and pasted and then I, and I printed it, you know, and, and then I just kept it and I put it in this bag and I was like, one day, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be able to, to sit and talk about, you know, how I got out this bitch. Right. And, and, uh, and these ideas, you know, instilled and implemented that I implemented, you know, became the proof that anybody can do it. You know, if I could do it during this nine to five job, you can do it too, but this is how I did it. I, you know, I introduced every day new ideas, um, that empowered me to, uh, to believe in myself and the abilities that I, that I had to do something and live a, a a life that was more suited to the way I believed things should be. Mm-hmm. And so that's what, that's what my everyday Q and A's are. And, um, and so I'll sit there and I'll, I'll read the quotes and then I'll kind of talk about what they mean to me. And, uh, and then, you know, sometimes, like, my mind will just blank and I won't, like, I won't have anything to flow, you know, I won't be, I won't, put I just will be in this position where I can't, like, flow in the way that I, that I, in my true nature, like, I want to be able to, just like I was able to do right now, but, um, but it's trippy, man, because it's, like, it's, like, I can choose to be in these pockets you know, when I want to. Um, but there's, there's going to be times where I'm just like, I'm gonna not really know what to say, what the next word's going to be. Um, but I'm starting to feel more and more comfortable in that, in that, in that zone. Um, so thanks for, uh, for letting me express myself, man. Appreciate you always creating space for me.
1: Yeah. Well, that's beautiful. I love hearing about your experience. Um, you know, um, <clears throat> something I think that says a lot about these medicines and gives me a lot of faith is, you know, you touched on it before you went into your story. You mentioned, uh, you know, how did the first guy ever decide to like mm-hmm. scrape, a, to milk a toad <laughs> and it's poisonous by the way. So don't ingest it. Yeah. But if you smoke it,
0: it's a different it,
1: the <laughs> answers of the universe are there. Right. Yeah. And so, you know, same thing with ayahuasca, like, you have to combine two plants from different parts of the Amazon and boil them down and do all this work to prepare it. It takes a lot of work, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think the answer is for that uh, is that they were guided. They were guided. Something told them there. That's what sources, that's what God is, Mm -hmm. you know? And that gives me a lot of faith about these tools, about these medicines. And, you know, and when you, you, when you ask, what can we do the the only thing I can think of is like personally, I want to take that as far as I can take it and do everything I can to show as many people. Right. Because Mm -hmm. in the multiverse, there's every different version, every different outcome. And and some people are going to leave my reality and they're going to live in a different reality. And in that reality, shit goes way South. Things are no bueno, you know, but in my reality, I'm going to find people like you and I'm going to attract all these other cool people that, you know, that are willing to do everything they can to face challenges, to face fears, to expand their consciousness, to expand their understanding of oneness, you know, so that we can raise the vibration of the planet because... That's what it takes, you know. The beautiful thing is, is that it takes very few high vibration actors to raise the vibration of many, mm-hmm. and it just spreads like psh, like wildflower, yeah, you know, like wildfire. Like it's like the same thing as like spreading Bitcoin. You know, if I get somebody into Bitcoin and then they they experience it and re- truly get like they truly get the essence of it, they're going to be spreading that, mm-hmm. and then those people are going to spread that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the butterfly effect. So you know i'm so grateful that you're willing to go on this journey with me that you're willing to be brave and face fears and you know work with these things with me cuz to me you know i can't i can't live small anymore like ever since i got into this realm ever since i got to this place where i'm facing fears working with these medicines working with these tools i have no choice but to um follow my heart to the highest. Like I sit around and think about like, what is the, or I feel into more so, but what is my highest calling, which Mm -hmm. is how can I give the most? What is my highest calling? Like what's, you know, so whether it's working with facilitating toad medicine or working with the groups with Aya or building communities or explaining to people about Bitcoin, like these are things to me that are very high vibrational you know, uh, thing, tools that push us to higher levels of reality, you know, and it's, and, and not everybody's going to make it. It's, it's comes down to our soul's journey. You know, some of us have been here a lot of times. I think most of us have been here a lot of times, but I don't really know. Mm-hmm. I feel like I've been around a long time, you know, and my goal is just to help as many people as possible. And I think that through these um, medicines and particularly with the toad medicine, what I really like about it is I think it does a really good job of not allowing the thoughts to come in like it puts you in a place where it's like maybe a, a thought will start coming in mm-hmm. and it's like you really it's hard to hold on to it right yeah it kind of like it's like not nah, irrelevant yeah get out of here <laughs> and it's like so it's hard to even hold on to any train of thought and that it puts you into a place of the most silent silence ever slash hearing everything at once yeah. it's the same thing And helps us um, feel the oneness, like the, the, you know, we're just, uh, as bodies, we're just a group of, you know, vibrating atoms or whatever, just kind of, you know, close together that happen to be close together. And they like each other. They Mm -hmm. stay in this form because that's their preference. But none of that is permanent. It's all just vibration, you know. Yeah. And there's not. There's not separation. There's just more of the same
0: yeah. everywhere,
1: and so me and you and the trees outside and the animals, yeah, awareness and consciousness. That's in everything, you know. And we do have so much to learn from these things, you know. Like the toads have been around forever, and they've seen some shit. And like just because they don't speak our language,
0: yeah, like, it doesn't we th- mean we, we
1: think things are dumb. We're like, trees can't even talk. <laughs> you know like they talk to you if you put the medicine in you yeah you know i got this deep um understanding uh in uh this this weekend i understood my soul as being like this old tree that's been around for like a thousand years you know and it's really tall and it rises above all the other trees and it has this huge canopy and it can see fucking like forever and it's been around forever and the thing i love about learning from the plants is like they're incredibly patient and trusting cuz they're they're rooted they're right there oh yeah they only exist when they're right where they were like as humans you know as animals we we're mobile we yeah. can move around and we have so many options but like the plants can teach us so much because they it, there's so much faith they sprout out of the ground they're like oh shit what's going on right here you know what i mean <laughs> and they're like well shit i hope it rains i hope <laughs> right? somebody feeds me <laughs> they're like all right the sun's cool like the sun's k- seems to come up every day or yeah. maybe it doesn't depending on where that plant is yeah. you know what i mean so there's an immense amount of faith an immense amount of trust you know whereas with you hu- as humans like In our brains, you know, we're brilliant. I love the things that we do. We're incredible engineers. Like, we're incredible scientists and teachers and all this thing. And language is beautiful. Like, but we we complicate everything. Yeah. You know, because it's actually really simple. Like, our words are complicating things. That's Mm -hmm. why it's like our words can't explain the simplest thing. Yeah. (laughs) You know, like, the (laughs) simplest, you know, simple in terms of, like, simple truths, the simple truth that we are all one this is one you know like you said just you know it, it's just i'm one incarnation of source experiencing itself through these eyes and through these senses inside this meat suit mm-hmm. you know but i feel like it's a human thing to like contemplate these things other other animals and plant, they just get it yeah they just know yeah you know they don't fear death Right, you know, and that's that's one of the main thing about these medicines is it's um, facing death. Yeah. It always what it, that's always what it ends up being about. It's all about the ego death. It's all about accepting that this is temporary, but also the beauty of the fact that like we always come back. This is never over. This is just one little piece of a story, and uh, so when we have that knowing, when we give into that when we accept our mortality in this human body, then we can learn to enjoy the process of being here. We can learn that, like, wait a minute, this is just a big playground. Mm -hmm. Like, look how fucking cool it is out here. And, you know, however the story unfolds is how the story unfolds. Like, you know, like if things start collapsing and I, you know, I'm part of like some crazy civil war or something like, damn, that would be interesting, (laughs) you know? Or like, if we go into a place of, you know, whatever it is, however I go, like, I just want to welcome it. I just want to welcome it and just enjoy the experience and know that it's, you know, it's never over. And when I was a kid, I knew that, like, I knew that, like, I used to be young and sit and think like, nah, I've been here like before and I never go away. Yeah. And I've thought that before.
0: I remember being really little right before bed and, and I had already seen like, I I had already been to, like, two or three funerals by, like, seven or eight, right? And I'm just, like, you know, as I, before I go to bed, I'm just, like, I don't want to die. Like, why, why why are these people dying? And, like, you know, and I'd sit there and, or I'd lay there and just, like, think about, like, well, why do these people die? And then I'm, like, wait a second, you don't die? Like, if you're, like, you're closing your eyes right now and you, you know, you're contemplating all this stuff, but, like, you don't die like you're just you know you may you may, see death outwardly, but experiencing it inwardly, it's like, it's just like when we go to sleep, you know we're not fearful that we're never gonna come back to this day again. It's like when we go to bed and we go to sleep, there's another life that comes into place, you know that comes into play when we're when we're in sleep, and then. When we wake from that sleep or when we go to bed in that space, we wake up in this space. So what makes us think that if, if anything were to happen to us here and we'd go into this space of darkness or die, that we won't have another experience after that, like it's, there's no everlasting darkness that we're just, well, I guess I'm just going to be this floating nothing in nothing, you know, like we're all, we all come from nothing, you know, this is all nothing, you know, this something that comes from nothing is still nothing, you know, it's like, and it's, and that was another realization that I had in that space. Like, I think as I was thinking about like, why is this happening to me? Where am I going? Like, what's going on? Like, you know, it was like, oh, like, this is all nothing. Like, this is, but I'm creating something, but I'm nothing. And then I was like, oh yeah, so I'm nothing creating something, but I'm still nothing. And I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being nothing. And it was just like, dude, I love it, man. And this, and now I'm thinking like, man, what's the next step? Like, what's the next stage? Are we, do we get to work with like you know the ether now like do we get to you know wield electricity because our bodies are electric and you know like this is all electric and magnetics and harmonics and sound and frequency and like all of this works together with the matter that you know that i'm feeling like what is the next step you know like i'm tired of already looking at what what other people are talking about when it comes to jabs and 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 this and the next strain and you know what the government's going to impose and it's like none of that shit matters to me you know it's like and it hasn't mattered for a while but you know every now and then i'm like well you got to be mindful of others you know you got to care about what other people are going through and i do you know i of course what i want to do is be as helpful to others by giving back in the way that i know best which is you know saying that yo i went through these types of things these are the thoughts that i've instilled and i've been living the freest life i've ever lived since you know since i you know made these ideas my own Mm -hmm. and now these beliefs are hardened and now i'm like i'm ready and what they're what these beliefs are doing is empowering me not only uh to believe in myself and my abilities but where things can go from here and and how how malleable this this existence is and we can shape it to the way we want but if we're going to let the world shape it for us you know and this was funny too cuz i just talked about this yesterday we could either be the characters in other people's stories or we could be the hero of our own you know and so when we when we make that fucking when we make that uh that declaration to like be the the power in our lives that that you know is one with everything that creates like then we're good money we can really do whatever we want but some of us don't want that responsibility you know some of us just want to just want to you know work our 9 to 5 and and put food on the table and take care of our families and you know and continue the cycle but but there are those individuals that that know that deep down inside there is much more than what we've experienced. And that next level is right on the other side of the fear, right on the other side of the scariest thing that we decision that we could ever make. Mm -hmm. So yeah, man, I, uh, I feel good. (laughs) I feel good. I feel great. I feel one, I feel whole, you know, it's,
1: yeah, it's very exciting. And I, I think something that I'm working on learning is, um, When you say, you know, the words, what is the next step? Like for me, it always ends up being like, um, I, I, I tend to, I have a tendency in the past to project too much into the future Mm -hmm. because I see so much coming. So it's like, I want to know ahead of time. Yeah. And what I think it comes down to is like taking it back to this moment right now. And then what do I prefer? What's my choice? You know? I'm sitting here right now. Right now, I have a choice of like sitting here and having this great conversation with you or if I want, I could pick up and leave, right? I'm obviously gonna sit here and choose this because it's the most beautiful thing I can do right now. And then when I leave here, you know so it's just like one little baby step at a time coming from a place of alignment coming from my heart because i know what my intentions are yeah i don't have to be scared of that i can trust myself because i know who i am so it's like take that next step and when there's a when there's a choice between comfort and fear Hopefully, you know, I want to choose that facing my fear more often than not, because then I'm going to a place of a more expansive reality. I'm going to a place of a higher vibration, you know? Yeah. And then that shows up in who I am. You know, that's all I have to do is just keep being me. Yeah. You know, that's all I have to do. Is See, just and that's, be me.
0: that's the shit right there is like being me. Like, and that I feel that too on another level because as I, you know, day seven or day six, day seven, day eight of doing something consistently that I've never done before. It's like, oh man. So all I just have, all I have to do is just go out there, turn the camera on and just be me. Right. I just get to be me. And, uh, and that was one, you know, one big takeaway I took after watching, you know, 20, 25, you know, life is but a dreams, you know, and I'm just like, Bro, like this is it. Like this is something I've always saw myself doing, and you know, like if Nate can do it, and he can do it at the capacity that he's doing it, like this is like this is proof right here that you, we don't need much. We don't need much, but to be ourselves, right, and just give back in the best way we can, and uh, and I love it because this is our way of doing it, and now like you know we've for the past couple of weeks, we've been talking even months, we've been talking about, okay, what can we do on another scale? Like, what can we do on a bigger level where we can invite people in, talk to them about, you know, uh, you know, educating them around uh, Bitcoin and and their their spiritual development and, and the choices that they can make healthy versus unhealthy, like all of these different things that we can, we can do. And it's like, bro, like, all we have to really do is kind of like set, you know, we've, we have the intention of what we want to do now. It's like taking action and, and, you know, making the calls and, you know, getting the shit together so that we can actually, you know, do it. And it's, it's going to be done, you know, because not too long ago we were sitting here talking about, you know, we were sitting talking about having a podcast and here we are 30 episodes later, just like doing it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, I love it because it's like life is so, you know, it it's it's so reassuring that like what we're doing here is truly like a celebration. Like life is a celebration of existence and it just feels so fucking good to exist now, you know, and and when we can get to that point where we, we have that simple gratitude for this waking life, then we can delve in a little deeper to who we are, who we want to be, who we want to become, how we want to spend each moment, how we want to feel each day, what we want to do with our time. Right. And so, um, so yeah, man, I just, I feel like this transformation is, is happening and it's been happening. Right. And just like you said, the things that we want to do, it's already done. You know, it's just the only thing separating us between that you know, that experience. And now is the time, you know, and I love it because we've got a lot in store and uh, it feels great, man. It just, it feels empowering. And it's always funny too, because before these, you know, every time before, like we, you know, we'll, we'll chill, we'll shoot the shit, we'll talk. And then as we start, you know, as everything starts out, it's always kind of like, well, we got to get the bike going and we, you know, we'll just start talking about little things. And then it really develops into this, this great, you know, flow of, of conversation back and forth between like thoughts and experiences, thoughts and experience and feelings and this and that, you know, and it's I love the way this all works out, man. And I, I, I just, I get, I get so fucking pumped because I, it's like, I can see and feel everything that's going to happen and I can feel it right now. And it's just like, I'm so antsy to just like experience it all, you know, but it's like, ah, chill back, take a breath. And just be here right be here be present and enjoy the journey enjoy the journey baby so yeah, so yeah been man working on it yeah. is and we're all we're all doing it right yeah. so uh so yeah man I think uh you know what's funny too it's because and every time we'll sometimes we'll have these really great conversations some of them are like really profound and and yeah. then uh, you know I'll look in those moments, it's like, man, that's that's probably one of the best ones we did in my head, right? And I'll say that sometimes. And you're always just like, yeah, you know, it's it is what it is, you know. <laughs> and I'm like, but even now, like going through this conversation, I'm like, damn, man, like this is one of the best ones we did. And I've but it's you know, it's funny because it's like every one for me is like the best one <laughs> one. And uh okay. and I love that it's like it's, you know, if we can just sit here and just continue to do this every day or not every day, but every time we, we get the opportunity to like, this shit just ends up manifesting into like way cool shit. And I just, and the nice thing is we have other things in store now for the future. We got guests coming up and all this stuff that we're getting ready for. And, um, yeah, man. And I'm excited too. So let's just, let's just keep doing this man because it feels good. And so it feels right. Yeah, it's the only thing I can do. Hey, <laughs> I, I like my words.
1: I like to talk. I like to, you know, I spent I spent a lot of time being quiet so that I can save up for these. Nice
0: yeah, days. dude. Well, hey, you be talking a lot, too. And I could, you know, I could sit there and watch you talk all freaking day, man, because it's just like every time I like, you know, I'll, I'll listen to Life is But a Dream and I'll hear all these things and I'm just like this guy just says everything that i think you know and i love it you know and it's like it's no there's no competition between it. it's just like man like we're like fucking homies bro like we've we probably been in like we've probably been in lives together before we probably you know we're homies back in the 1800s you know like yeah. who knows right but it's just like it's cool to be here now, bro. It's cool to be here now and have a deep connection with somebody that I can really talk to anything about. And, uh, you know, and I've had friends all my life that I can talk about really cool shit with, but you know, I'm in a different place than a lot of the the people that I grew up with my peers and stuff like that. And I'd love to have, you know, to introduce them to more of this, you know, this woo woo life that, that I've been, you know, really diving my, my soul into, Um, but you know, in due time, right. In due time.
1: Yeah. And we have to, I think it's, our energy is best spent speaking to those ready to listen. Yeah, And with platforms like these, you know, you can just put it out there and whoever it's, it's attracted to it. They're attracted to it. And yeah, it's not for everybody. And you know, many people could listen to something that I put out and be like, that guy's full of shit. And that's fine too. You know, that's that's where they live. That's their reality. That's yeah. valid. That's valid. We don't live in the same universe. Yeah. And maybe our universe crossed paths for a second. Mm-hmm. So they could like see my video and be like, what the fuck? And then <laughs> shut it down. But for the most part, we're not vibrating at the same place. And that's yeah. fine. Everybody gets to choose what they want. And I'm just, I'm thrilled with what I'm experiencing. So I'm going to spread my version which is very optimistic. My version of things is, is very beautiful to me, what I see my vision of the future being. And so I'm going to share it with as many people as possible and invite everybody to come on in. Yeah. Come on in. It's good over here. You know what I mean? The water is warm.
0: The air is nice. Yeah, <laughs> And
1: yeah, you might uh, be faced with some fears along the way. Uh, you might have to um, let go of some bullshit. But it's totally worth it. Like, I, I can't live any other way. There's no turning back, you know, stuff like the toe. That's a light switch situation. Yep. I don't think you can shut that down once nah. it's been turned on. You know?
0: Nah. I, not that I've tried and not that I even want <laughs> to, you know, yeah. it's going back and just and and having those glimpses throughout the day is just like it's a breath of fresh air, bro. Yeah. breath of fresh air in a, and I'm, and I'm not just taking it in through the orifice, you know, the orifices in my face, you know, I'm taking in, I'm taking in air and energy all around, man. And it feels, <sighs> feels wonderful. And it's
1: For me, it's a beautiful one to revisit. Like, you know, like the, the toad sticks around, like you'll be, I, you know, I know for me, like after I have an experience with it, like especially a deeper one, I'll be like the next day out of nowhere, I like smell it. Yeah. And I feel it. And I'm just <laughs> like, oh, yeah. It's like a reminder.
0: Earlier today, I felt that. I, I smelled something. I'm like, the fuck is he here again? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know? and, um,
1: and I like to, uh, you know, I tend to visit it once in a while on like a micro dose kind of level too. Because mm-hmm. it just is a reminder. Every time it's like, oh, yeah. Like you said earlier, it's just like, oh, Yeah. Puts me right back in this moment. That shit doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Let it go. Mm-hmm. Like it's powerful medicine. I'm super excited to work with it more and yeah, get to and, and get to share it with more people. Because it's it's like I mean it's part of who I am. Yeah, it dude. Des- I'm a desert kid. Yeah, Playing man. With the desert toads. They've been part of my life. I think my spirit animal is a toad.
0: Dude, I think you were a desert toad in your past life, I man. Might have been. Like You was just sitting in a. <laughs>
1: yeah. You know, another interesting thing I learned about it from um, the main facilitator, you know, of this AYA retreat I went to, someone I admire a lot, like love this man. Uh, He talked about like toads live uh, a large portion of their existence in the dreamscape because they hibernate for like most of the year. You know, and then they come out to refuel, to eat, to, you know, do their thing. And then they go back and hibernate most of the year. So and funny. that makes a lot of sense to me for who I am, because like, dude, like I love the dream space. Mm-hmm. It's like in the morning when I wake up, like, yeah, I'm OK, like I got things to do here. But like, I'm kind of like I'm always kind of grieving yeah, that I have to leave that space, even mm-hmm. if I had bad dreams, because I don't I don't fear things any like many things. So it's like. They're just interesting. I'm just yeah. an observer of a of a play, you know? And it's like, wow, that's entertaining. Like, that's crazy shit right there, you know? But there's not much fear. And I don't know. Just thought that was interesting. Yeah. And I, I definitely feel like that medicine is like... It, it just all signs are pointing to that I'm supposed to be working with it and sharing it with people. and I'm like super excited to do it because I know that it's powerful. It it's is been very beautiful sharing it with you. It's like now I feel like we have this new bond, you know, yeah, and, bro. You know, like it just deepens our bond, like you know, because you you've seen some things that yeah, uh, dude. that I, I understand. and
0: I felt yeah. like I went to another level, you know, and after I got out of it, you're like, I'm so glad that you've come up to this level with me now. And I'm just like, yeah, bro, this is, this is, it's tight over here. Yeah. Yeah, I mean,
1: I, I like to, you know, visually I think of the, you know, our experience as like a, a sphere like we're the center of the sphere that's like source that's like your moment of birth and, and an arrow is like your direction of travel like mm-hmm. where your your bearing is set you know and then in this sphere is every possibility ever within this vibration so it's like infinite possibilities but it's still limited to this vibration and then i think of like raising that sphere up in space as like yeah. a raising of the vibration and then you have completely new outcomes right all new infinite still infinite completely new outcomes still mm-hmm. get to choose your direction still get to make choices still have that free will but we're like now we're up here yeah and i feel like it's like you know you're joining me in these higher vibrations yeah, where dude. like you know up here it's it's gets there's some scary shit to get up there if you're scared of heights you might want to stay down here yeah
0: but up here we could fly so exactly <laughs> you could walk around and you're running around you're
1: getting lighter and lighter yeah right? dude. I mean, literally like literally like if you raise your vibration and like, you could tell like physically you can look at somebody and see their vibration. As oh well. yeah. And like, it's, it's fucking, it's physics. It's yeah, everything. We've it's got that's some, like,
0: I just know that there's a lot of cool shit in store. And yeah, I'm like, I know that good. we're going to be doing some really awesome things. So man, I just, you know, what's really funny, man. is like, I look back and I think about, you know, what we were talking about a year ago And, you know, some of them were similar. You know, we've always been on this tip of, like, you know, empowering ourselves, uh, raising our consciousness, becoming more mindful, and uh, being present, and just, you know, these foundational ideas that that are really helpful for not just us to feel and express outwards, but for other people to hear and take in. And, uh, you know, I remember you know, you predicted so a lot of the shit that's happening, you know, even in the, in the, um, in society view, you know, with, you know, you called, uh, you called the whole thing about different variants coming out and, you know, different levels of vaccinations and how many, you know, there's just going to be this never ending thing. And it's like, you know, it'll it, be a subscription. Obviously. Yeah. You know? And like, this is what I'm talking about. Like we've, when, when just the ideas were just like, what like we're here now and it's like yo like look at what's happening right now and so it's like maybe we should rewrite the story a little bit you know like these like on on uh you know with our next opportunity we should we should lay out a vision that we'd like to see instead of the vision that we can somewhat see unfolding you know and just try to rewrite it ourselves instead of waiting for like you know or predicting that the worst shit's gonna happen and the worst shit comes out you know and that's like it came out to a fucking t bro before anything you know the the coat this whole thing got bigger than it was like you called all this shit you know and it's like wow like then if we've done that already we can restructure things to like you know Think and prey on the fact that there are great, wonderful, conscious individuals that have already infiltrated these spaces and now are turning shit around. You know, not yeah. allowing mandates and not, you know, cutting off these whole everything that has to do with uh, giving up your human rights of being alive and being able to breathe and walk around and do things freely, travel freely, all this stuff. Like, like let's let's, you know. Let's narrate a whole nother story that allows people to at least you and I, I don't care, you know w- without anybody even hearing you know what what those were like, I got to hear it and I got to experience. And then it happened, you know. And so like even if we just talk about it amongst ourselves and then put it out, you know yeah. it I don't care. I just like let's let's try to rewrite the story ourselves and just see. Yeah. You know, how we can do things and at least put ourselves in a position of power to where this is what we're going to do during yeah. these spaces, you know, and, and how that's going to lead on to uh, everybody else or the people in our close vicinity to to be able to experience all of these gifts of life that we're about to get into or that we're already experiencing. Right. So um, those are my thoughts on that. So, yeah.
1: Well, I think that's what we are doing. I mean, and and the way I see it, again, I'm an optimist. Like, So I can say that, you know, this is going to, I see this happening and certain things that I may see happening may sound dark to some or it may sound negative. However, I see it as a catalyst. Like people are in a deep sleep. A lot of people are in a deep sleep. And in order to get out of that sleep, in order to wake them up, things have to go a certain way, Yeah, right? It has to become a, it has to become very obvious that things are not what they seem. Mm -hmm. And we're just getting more and more into that. So as things seem like they're getting kind of worse and darker, I see them as like, that's part of the process. That's part of the transformation, And that's what my vision is around. So I'm not, I'm completely optimistic. I'm completely in love. Like I'm completely like, all right, like you, you know, you guys will get it when you get it. Like the story is going to unfold a bunch of different ways. And we're separating into a bunch of different futures, a bunch of different realities. I know which one I'm going to be in. I would like for you to join me over here. But if you're going to keep over there watching that story, There's not much I can do for you, but you get Mm -hmm. to choose. You know what I mean? But my vision of the future is very optimistic. You know, I can see, I, I see it, you know, I see it unfolding. I see Bitcoin changing things. I see people waking up. I see people coming together, people realizing that we are all one, people realizing that there's no separation, people realizing that the real uh the real fruits of life come in helping your fellow man the you know we really just want to love each other yeah you know that's who we are that's what we want and so you know as dark as it may seem to some or as bleak it may seem to some i think that it's all in my story i have to see i have to see the whole picture yeah. I have to be able to look at history and the things I've seen and observed, mm-hmm. and I got to be able to put it together in a picture. And in that picture, unfortunately it requires that we go through this learning process. We go through this pain. Yeah. Just like in a ceremony, mm-hmm. you know, first day a lot of people show up at ceremony. It's painful. It hurts. They're like, fuck, why does my body feel like shit? I feel sick. Like, fuck this medicine. This is bullshit. You know, that resistance is something we have to push through. Yeah. And Yeah. And I'm going to keep adapting that as I need to, if Mm -hmm. I can see a new brighter way, you know, it's kind of like the Bitcoin thing. Like I used to see like in order for Bitcoin to be what I want it to be, like all this other shit has to collapse. And now I'm starting to see this vision where I'm just like, nah, it's going to like infiltrate in this beautiful creative way. Yeah. And we're going to integrate it.
0: Yeah. You know what
1: I mean? We're going to integrate it and there doesn't have to be a bunch of people in pain in order for it. So I'm constantly refining my vision and I'm always open to new ways of viewing, you know, what I see as my reality. I'm going to come up with the best version I can all the Mm -hmm. time. And...
0: But I get it. I get what you're saying is, is like what, you know, on a grand scale, like what we're going through is necessary for our, our ascension. Like it's all this dark shit is, is in, is is uh is necessary for us to see experience and go through so that we can say yo the light is right over here. Let's start transmuting, yeah. you know, what's happening right now into better spaces, into better ways yeah. of doing things that are helpful and impactful to a majority of the of, of the people around us. If it's good for me, it's it's good for you. You know, that's yeah. the way we should see it. If it's harmful for anybody, it shouldn't be out there for anybody. Right. So, like, yeah. that's where. That's where I'm starting to see things, and that's and how, it, I'm, how I'm feeling.
1: Yeah, and it doesn't do any good to, you know, like I'm not going to go talk to somebody who's super indoctrinated and thinking that, like, you know, somebody who's calling me is fucking crazy, hippie, anti vex or whatever names you want to come up with, Like, those people aren't for me to help. They're yeah. not for me to talk to. I'm here to, like, just spread love and light. I'm going to live my light and shine as bright as I can. I'm going to figure out how I can take my energy centers and blast them out there as far as I can. Every day with my practice, I'm learning something new and it's like, psh, I'm going to be this big blasting light. And then more and more people are going to come towards me. More and more people are coming towards you yeah. and together. And then we get together in a group and we're like, fucking, we're this
0: Oh, dude. Sh- You know, it's so funny. You were uh, when you were talking about, uh, you know, this being like part of, you know, the way things happen. And as you're refining things, as I was watching (laughs) you, as I was watching you speak, I had this vision where we're sitting here like on a table and and I look to the right and there's a big ass audience like right here. Yeah, Yeah, I was just I had that vision right now when you were talking. I was just like. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> I looked for a second, I was like, wait, now we're good. And, and, you know, I can, and it's They're funny so too, cool. cause I can see that I can feel it. Like I can see us in this space where we're just like communicating and people just want to come to experience us in this fucking flow states where we get to just go back and forth and, and share these ideas. Um, but then right after that, I had another vision of us sitting on, on two chairs with mics and just taking questions from the, from the yeah. audience about, bunch of different shit and it was just like
1: wow so dude, it feels so we're gonna do uh, a live q a on like bitcoin soon right or yes stuff. we are get people to call in if you have any questions well, anything you want to know yeah anything dude you want to talk about really. we can
0: set it dude. we can set it like for next week i can start fucking blasting out you know promos and stuff and just and yeah. you know it's funny too is because for these everyday q a stuff i don't even i don't put a set time but i still get people that you know that watch as i'm as i'm talking and you know at first it's a it was a little you know uneasy because i'm like
2: oh shit dude you
0: should man it's so much fun and uh and it's cool because people interact every now and then and sometimes they'll ask questions or make funny jokes and stuff like that and it's sometimes it's throwing it throws me off but then i'm like oh yeah like i'm getting interaction like and it's cool um but I've yet to do something where I like set a time and then tell people about it beforehand. And, and then, you know, because I, I already know, dude, I already know if I were to do it that way, I'd have more people watching and I don't feel like yeah. <laughs> I, you know, it's, it's, that, okay it's that. there we go. Yeah. See, you know, and I'm like, I've got to make sure that I'm, I'm continuously, like you said, refining the way I, I think about things because If I ever want to publicly speak, if I ever want to be out on a grand scale on a stage doing stuff that I've already envisioned myself doing, I got to get comfortable with just being, you know, and so now after eight, seven days of doing this day, eight being today, I'm like, I'm getting to this point where I'm just like, all right, dude, like you're ready for the next step. Now you did this shit, you know, you've done something consistently every day that makes you uncomfortable. And now you're getting more comfortable with it. Now get to a point where you have like a schedule so that if there are people that want to, you know, make time to watch you from beginning to end, then, then you, then do it that way. Um, yeah. So like, in our position, something like this, dude, it'd be great to just, and even if we had three people, five people, one person, yeah, you know, like it's, it's it that none of that matters. It's just like getting into this space where we are breaking out of the shell or, you know, moving on to another part of, of what this is to be, you know? So I love it, man. This is just like gets all my juices flowing because everything's like so vibrant right now and so yeah. yeah man let's
1: i'm ready i mean i've just been getting a lot of positive reinforce, reinforcement all over the place you know this last weekend and getting feedback from even just a couple of people and um i i'm excited to share i'm excited to yeah that's a, that's gonna be fun
0: yeah dude let's do it let's get this shit going and even if you ever
1: i i think you know like I will speak at the Bitcoin conference eventually. Oh, yeah. We are going to, we're just going to keep blowing this thing up. Let's do it, bro. Let's do it. We need uh, as many perspectives as possible that are, um, that are ushering in this Renaissance Mm 2.0. You know, I heard that the other day and I really liked that, you know, it's the fourth turning, it's the age of Aquarius. Oh, yeah. It's happening right now while we're here. It's like, fucking hell yeah, bro.
0: Dude, it's just, it does trip me out to see like where like how far we've come from when I was a little kid to where we are today and now all of the grand possibilities purely matrix back then right purely (laughs) matrix
1: like now there's a lot of you know there's a lot of folks you know ready to step out of that yeah man so let's get as many on we're gonna bring as many as we can so yeah man
0: and we gotta we gotta get a we have to have something open to where if like If people want to come on and just speak their truth or speak their, you know, whatever, we have like a space where we can get people and invite them on. And maybe that would be what our lives turn out to being. Um, But I'd love to like get to a place where we've got like a frequency, like we've got like we're doing this shit and people can expect to have our podcasts out you know, twice a month and a live twice a month, you know, something like that to where yeah, we've yeah. got like like an actual schedule for people to follow. Um, because I already have, like for a while, I was longing for something that i could do every day just at least if we weren't podcasting i wanted something i could do every day and i knew that was something that you wanted and when you started doing it it gave me the the power to do it myself and um and sometimes it, it doesn't have to be that way sometimes it doesn't have to be seeing it to believe it um it we we will get to a place where believing it is seeing it and then you know we can we can put forth action in these spaces but um but yeah man we're just i feel like we're on a roll this shit feels so good and i just want to like i want to keep this momentum up so yeah let's do it bro
1: excited it's happening thank you guys for being here
0: thank you for joining us love you all shade to light baby that it
1: till next time (laughs)
0: That's on the next one (laughs) Later people Love Love you